We don't do the clap. We don't do the three, two, one. You don't even get a warning no more. We just be right in there. Just drive. You don't know where you're going to end up at. I could be over here having a conversation with El Chapo on the phone, and Rob's like, and we're here. <laughs> wait, 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 we're where? <laughs> we are where? <laughs> I'm like, Chapo, I'll call you back. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you show. He said we're live, right? Yeah, I think we're live right now. Welcome back to another episode of the Purple Pill Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. I'm with my co-host, Darren in L.A. Uh, it's been a long week, so I thought uh, we would start off this episode on a happy note. So I wanted to play this video for you guys and tell me what you guys think of it. Let's see. <laughs> you Why do you love me? That's a simple question. It is a simple question, but it ain't a simple answer. Uh... Because of how you love me. It's a very. Uh, <laughs> it's a very spiritual love. Uh, I've been through a lot. And uh, you never see me for what I've been through. You know, you see me for the best that I give to the world and I give to my family. And when uh, everything starts to weigh on me, you kind of, you know, you breathe life back into me. Um, that's why I love you. I love you because you're you. I love you because you're you to me. You know, I, I just love you because you're, you're a gift that I get to experience in this life until I don't anymore. Until I meet you again, and I'm the woman, and you're the man. Don't do that. You know, so that's why I love you. It's it's this thing was uh, it's God engineering. It's perfect. Okay, y'all gonna make me cry. That's awesome, guys. I'm gonna cut. That should make me cry. Nice. You said that shit made you cry. Yeah, that shit. That shit. I was like, damn, bro. That shit popped up. Literally popped up randomly in my recommendations. I saw that. I was like, damn, man. That's just too damn good. That's it. That's good. That's nice. I enjoy seeing things like that. Considering the the not nice things that are always on the internet, this is nice. I'm very good for him. He gave a very good answer. Very positive. Very spiritual. That's that's good love. That's healthy love. That's that's good to see. Yeah, it's beautiful. But uh, she got a spell on him. Oh yeah, she fine as hell, boy. Woo! <laughs> if you ain't, if you ain't, if you just listen to the podcast, go check out the YouTube channel. Because if you see that girl, oh my god! Y'all know you can watch this podcast. I just said she got a spell on him. That's what love too. That's what love is. That's what love is. Y'all ask this. I'm going to be in the background just eating them chips we had last night watching. Tell me that's not what love is. A spell. You get a spell on somebody. Or you feel like you ultimately. You know what? We don't got to go into that topic. That's, okay. that's fair. That's fair. You got to. Because my man didn't. Got the love he didn't, he didn't take his eyes off of her. She, didn't, mean, she didn't flinch a muscle in her face. She was just. If somebody asks you, somebody asks you that question, to your girl, what, what do you what do you say? Like, I don't know what I would say. I'd be like, "Cause you love me, woman. What you mean? I don't know. Mm. Cause you make me happy. It's different when you're looking directly you. at their face. Gonna, I don't know. Right there. It's different. I don't know." That is that is like I agree with LA though. It is good to see on the something start off the podcast with something good like that. Oh, uh, speaking of which, we went to uh, we went to a cookout yesterday to Big Dog's house, and her one birth one year old birthday is coming up. Oh, uh, 
I can't One wait. year already? Next week, I think they said. Oh, man. I can't wait. Ooh. It's about to be the hottest weekend of the year. I'm about to be out there with a fan. Like, come on, bitch. Do this. <laughs> because her birthday always going to be in the hottest uh, in the hottest time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be like, you got 35 seconds. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Play with you for five seconds. Then I'm back inside. <laughs> What's up? What what y'all be for the memorial? Do y'all cook out? Uh, I think my family having to cook out today. It should probably be starting soon. I expect plates. I expect plates. All right. So you remind me it's Memorial Day tomorrow. So I'm gonna. This might be my first Memorial Day where I try to make my baked mac and cheese. I've never made baked mac and cheese before. I might. I'm gonna take a shot at it tomorrow. Why don't you try? Give me order me some. Take a shot at it today. And make sure you make more tomorrow. That way you know what you're doing. So do like a small batch today? Do like a small batch today, figure it out, and then do a larger batch for tomorrow. You try to make that one mac and cheese. What one mac and cheese? Uh, Soul food, black cheese, black mac and cheese, southern mac and cheese. I mean, if you need any help and you need some taste testers, let me know. I can show up and do one for the team. I've been going back and watching a lot of Gordon Ramsay, so I would definitely be right there and be like, yeah, this is blank. I would be the first. <laughs> so, Darren, this I have is a question blank. about that. Because the recipe that I uh, that I have uses uh, chicken stock instead of water oh. to, uh, to soften up dairy. the noodles. Would, could you eat that? Vegetarian code of conduct says. I think I think Darren froze. He froze with his stank face on the on the camera. What I ain't freeze. Nah, but um, I could still eat. It's just not as long as it's not meat. I'm good. Okay. Darren's a very laissez-faire vegetarian. He don't follow the vegetarian gentleman. Vegan vegetarian is two different things, y'all. That's fine. I'm just letting you know how I feel. Aren't you a vegan? No, I'm a vegetarian. I'm so sorry. Because you still eat cheese? Yes, I still eat cheese. Y'all have seen me eat cheese. How have y'all all seen me eat cheese before? Name one time I've seen you eat cheese. The macaroni and cheese we ate that one day? Thank you. That's fair. That's not even real cheese, Darren. I don't count. What real all right, what real cheese am I supposed to just go find and eat in front of you? Like those cheese. Like those cubes with the grapes and the wine? Yeah, I didn't see no hors You lying. I was at your family's crib and y'all had the one little thing and I took the little cheese. The one little what? The one little charcuterie board. Is that what y'all call it? <laughs> charcuterie. <laughs> I don't know what y'all called it. I don't know how to pronounce the word, but that's what I call it. <laughs> charcuterie. Y'all have seen me eat cheese before. Yeah. Rob, what you got? Uh, next up is uh, a couple weeks ago we talked about uh, the Juneteenth ice cream. What I found out this week is apparently Walmart trademarked Juneteenth. So Walmart owns the word Juneteenth. So if you want to do anything with the words Juneteenth, uh, market anything with Juneteenth, you got to go through them. Okay. Hit that first one. So, the Walmart trademark Juneteenth. I know the issue with Walmart's uh, Juneteenth ice cream was the fact that a trademark symbol appeared beside the holiday's name on the package. You can have a trademark registration for a holiday if it pertains to T-shirts or pillowcases, or what you have, or what have you. So they trademark Juneteenth. So, Dan, if you wanted to come out tomorrow with a Juneteenth t-shirt, you got to call Walmart and be like, hey, I, I, can I do this? And they're going to say, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> and they're going to say, give us 60%. And Dan's will be like, no. And they're going to keep pushing. Another These issue. white people hustling different. Are we yeah. sure that they trademark Juneteenth? Yeah. All right, then do me a favor. Where it says is Christmas trademark, click on that one real quick. 
We it's the very that. bottom one. No, it does not. Uh, although the above owners were able to acquire the federal registrations, nothing limits you from using the term on your goods to wish somebody a happy holiday. You can use the term because the public associates the phrase with a common sentiment during Christmas, not an individual business. I don't know if I understand anything anymore, y'all. Or maybe Google's just really not giving me the answer that I want. I don't know. Uh, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office lists 381 trademark applications and registrations that include the word Halloween. Of course, some of these are appropriately for the holiday dead. Yeah, it's weird. So how does that how does that make you feel? America's business. Do I think it's right? No. Do I think it's right that they were allowed to do it? No. If it's exactly what you're saying and they trademark the word for the holiday. I don't know. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's the word Juneteenth. They don't I don't think they have a trademark on the holiday. So they own they own the great value Juneteenth ice cream. So it is an ice cream that they own. Yeah. But it's it's not any part of the holiday. And since this happened on May twenty fourth or whatever twenty second, they have pulled it off shelves. The ice cream. Yeah, the ice cream. They don't want to have no issue. They don't want no smoke. Yeah, they they had a shit ton of backlash for it. They don't want no smoke. Oh God. But guess what? It doesn't matter. They still own Juneteenth. They own the word. They own. That's why I'm being very confused. They They own own the word word. Juneteenth. All right, because it's a difference of just like trademarking the ice cream flavor, like because it's like a if I'm right, it's like velvet and some other shit, right? Yeah. It would be one thing to do that, which I honestly wouldn't have had a problem with if you just trademark the flavors of the ice cream put together for and call it Juneteenth. But the actual word, that's the problem. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, America's a business, but it's fucked up that they did it. But it is and what it they is. did it as soon as it became a, I guess, national holiday? As soon as it became a national holiday, they put it, they set, they put it in for it. So... If you go to the trademark electronic system search mm-hmm. test of the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, a company named Balcom Corporation filed paperwork to trademark Juneteenth in September on September second, twenty twenty one, but they abandoned it on May twenty third, two thousand twenty. Oh, it's just they just. Recently, like a couple of days ago, <laughs> so we're not. We're not going After to this Walmart shit happened, I was like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, uh. The fucked up thing is, give it a year or two, somebody else is still going to do it. I mean, we could buy it right now. Trademark is. You got five grand. We can trademark it right now. That's wild. I, like, why would you want to? We could pull from our resources and have a whole bunch of people. Hold on, time out. What kind of millennial as website article is this? Walmart was wrong AF for the Juneteenth ice cream. That's the most millennial shit I've ever read in my life. Is That's that what, what we're doing with uh, fucking titles to articles now? You know it. But hey, first That's of all, let's. Let's talk about the Juneteenth ice cream that was trying to sell, though. That shit was red velvet cheesecake. That shit probably smacked. So we, as a people, have lost that ice cream now. Hold, hold on, LA. Slow down, slow down, slow down. I don't fuck with red velvet. LA, it's great value brand. That shit does not, it's probably, it's probably frozen as shit. It probably has freezer burn all over it. First of all, y'all got to stop talking about these in-house brands. This shit smacked. I'm telling y'all, this shit. I'm not talking about that like that. I'm not talking about that. I I went to college. Oh, trust me. All brand stuff is what I know. So I'm, I'm not going to over. 
talk about it. I'm just saying. Kroger brand, Costco brand, all that shit's man. I'm just saying, overall, I'm not a fan of red velvet. I don't care what red. Really? You don't like red velvet cake? It tastes I like chocolate to me, and I can't do really chocolate. Darren's just lived a hard life, that's all. Nah. Chocolate, no go, and red velvet, hell no. <laughs> They're both in the same. I don't, I'm, I'm not going to eat uh, When I was driving to Indiana, when I was driving to Indiana, you know what song came on my uh, my shuffle? What's that? The Jay Z song, nigga. What, nigga? Who? I was like, yo, I forgot about this shit. <laughs> I, I was in the car like, I haven't listened to Jay Z in years, bro. I don't know why it came on. But I was like, yo, home did have. I don't know why I'm talking shit about Jay Z, man. Home got it. Be talking shit about Jay Z. I talked a lot of shit about. I get like adversary for talking trash about that. Not talking trash about the Kendrick album, but thank not you. appreciating it. For what it yeah, is. I appreciate it. What, what do you say all. about it? That's right. I've got to talk to him directly about it. So, paraphrase. This man, in so many words, said that he didn't enjoy this Kendrick album because, and I quote, "There's no songs he will bump in the car on this album." The the Codex song. He said, and I quote, "There are no songs on oh, this album." I, I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I I argue with him so much when I see him I just get tired. <laughs> I be like, what up, nigga? You trying to go sit down? <laughs> just tired. Kendrick has crunch. a couple couple bangers on here actually. Yeah. yeah. Real uh Rich Spirit. That's my shit. That one. Bitch, I'm uh, push these niggas off me like huh. That's my jam. Silent bro. Hill. Yep, Silent Hill. And then uh in 95 bro all of them by the like personally this is a great album i think it's a great album i listen to it at least i listen to about four or five albums five albums at least four or five songs a day from that album and they're starting the gym again tomorrow get ready oh. i know you can go tomorrow because i'm off tomorrow so we're going tomorrow all right Big bet. I'm going to win this bet with Rob, and then I'm going to go to the gym. Rob, you coming with? Uh, what time? Ask Darren. Darren, what time? I don't know, man. I don't and know. And where are we going? Do I got to drive across town? Oh, we might. Yeah, because the gym we go to is the one Darren goes works at. Gotcha. Well, we'll talk about it. All right. We'll play some. No. But we're going to be in shape. We gonna get in shape for Christmas, Darren. We going somewhere hot for Christmas. We gonna take our shirts off. Bro, hot that's the Christmas. move. That's the move. My mom was always good about that. Taking vacations yeah. in the winter in December. Yeah. It, it's amazing. You go down in Florida cool. or something. The worst part though, when you come back and there's snow on the ground, it's tough. Ah, it's tough. Like it's tough thing. to go back to it. Yeah. I, I, I love Ohio. I love the snow, but damn, bro. Once you once you go like in Florida <laughs> and it's like eighty degrees. And you come back to the snow, up. you're like, damn, it's tough out here in these streets. You I don't agree with you at all. I, who loves I don't love the snow. I do not love the snow. I think it looks really pretty. Um, A really good snowfall. It looks really nice. Oh, it can look great from a distance. You like white Christmases? Is that what it is? I, I really do. I'm, I'm big on white Christmases. That's what's Bro, good for you. Once again, that's a great I, thing. I want no black people at my Christmas. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. It's not true. What's the next topic, man? Yeah, what is the next topic? All right, so we're going to go to a little bit more of a sadder note. Um, we talked a little bit about the shooting, uh, the mass shooting in Buffalo. Um, there was another um, tragic shooting at a elementary school um, this past Tuesday where they say about 20 kids and two teachers were uh, murdered um, by a 18-year-old gunman. And uh, these past couple of days, there's been a lot of talk about gun control um, and how we're, if we're going to tighten up more about gun control, a lot of people taking shots at our legis legislators. Um, so I just wanted to talk about this for a second. So what do you guys, what do you, what are you guys thoughts about this? And where, where did we go as a country? How, like, how do we move on as a country? How do we 
fix this problem that we have in this country? I would like, you know, this is this is wild. Like children shouldn't have to go through this at school. This is wild to me. Condolences to the parents and the families that are going through this. I I cannot imagine getting a phone call and being like, "Hey, there was a shooting at your child's school." I wouldn't. I would be beyond myself. I don't know what to do. But condolences to them. You said he was 18 years old. 18 year olds can't buy guns, right? You have to be 21. Uh, it might be different yeah. in Texas. Texas. In Texas. From Texas. I could be wrong. What is it called? Uvlet. That's the only. Uh, they say he bought two assault rifles. I'm starting. Wait, I'm starting to honestly get confused. Get my stories confused. Erosion. But um. I think that just speaks to how sickening it is, how many shootings there are, how young the people are that's doing the shooting and where they get in the guns. Oh, um, it's just too much. But um, another big thing that people are talking about, there's been a lot of people criticizing the police and how they responded to it. Um, apparently, they're saying that the police officers created a perimeter around the school and didn't go into the school for an hour while the shootings were going on. So there's been a lot of criticism towards the police and how they handled the situation. Um, they said in years past, um, historically, they're trained. If there's like a mass shooter like this in a school, an elementary school like this, they're trained to immediately go in and take out the shooter as quick as possible. But there's been a lot of criticism because the lead chief of police or whoever's in charge at the time just created a perimeter and it took them a long time to go in took them an hour um there were two cases apparently that parents jumped the fences and got in ran in and tried to get their kids and ran out with their kids because they thought the police weren't doing enough and were taking too long to go in there so there's been a lot of criticism um to that police department as well but i man it's it's like like Darren said, man. It's just such a sickening situation. Um, I was hearing, uh, I watched some of the kids talk about it that were there. One kid said the the gunman literally walked in his classroom and told him and said, "Hey, all you guys are gonna die," and he said he played dead, acted like he played dead to make the to try to stay alive to make sure make the gunman think he was dead. And he said he heard all his friends screaming and shit. It's just it's just sickening to hear. Yeah, it's just at this point, it's just which which one is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back, where the legislation is going to actually do something. And uh, I just don't know at this point. I just don't know. I'm with they, you, Darren. Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, the police, that police force, obviously, no police force is probably prepared for shit like this. But waiting over an hour to go in is just un it's ridiculous. It's not. For adults, waiting hours too much, waiting for kids is like, that's just, that's, that's bullshit, personally. That's bullshit. I don't care who you are on that police force. You got to be held accountable just to be like, yo, you three, we're going in. You four, going in. We got to. Like, there's no, there's nothing we can do. Like, we have to go in. But uh, a teacher, too, it was like, I believe it was two, three administrators. Um, and like 19, 19 people overall, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, but this is, this is ridiculous at this point. I got a question for y'all at some point. Go ahead. I want to ask y'all. So each president, presidential administration goes through a lot, right? Yeah. We're in the year 2022. Biden's been in office for what, two years now? Mm-hmm. So my question for y'all, he's seen massive shootings, rather Buffalo, here, um, other places, getting us out of COVID, um, trying to get us out of COVID, higher gas prices, uh, Russia and the Ukraine. So I'm asking, do y'all think that's a lot? 
just for him in two years, or do you think that's a lot in general? Like, do you think other presidents have to go through that much in that amount of time? Um, I see what you're saying. It, it's just, it, I, I feel like it's just one of those jobs where, like, no no matter, it's, it's just, it's, one of, it's a tough job. We know it's a fucking tough job. It's probably one of the toughest jobs in America, just from what you have to deal with, then the, the, the criticism that comes with it, because half the fucking country is going to criticize everything you do, no matter if it's good, bad, or indifferent, they're going to criticize it or have an opinion on it. Um, and I feel like no matter what decision he makes in these situations, it's, it's like, we're like on, from our point as like the American citizens, we're kind of arm, we're kind of armchair quarterbacking. You know what I'm saying? Um, we could say what what we would do, what we think is right, but to be actually in that situation, to actually have that power, I think it's a different level. And I think it speaks to how important it is to have a vote, to go out and vote for who you think is the correct president and stuff like that. But to answer your question fully, um, yeah, he's had to deal with a lot of shit this past two years. Um, a lot of shit. Um. I don't know if it's more than any other president, uh, especially any modern president going back to like what, like the 90s to like Bill Clinton. I don't think it's any crazier than anything they would have to deal with because you got to think George Bush had to deal with 9-11. Bill Clinton had to deal with his whole scandal. Uh, No, well, here's the thing with that, right? Go ahead. Yeah. Besides 9-11, gas prices were starting to get higher during George Bush's um presidency there wasn't too much more than that you could say what bill clinton did but bill clinton was in for eight years i believe and he brought that on himself donald trump and that whole thing Mm -hmm. he brought it on himself this is just a whole lot of inheriting a lot of crazy shit and just a lot of crazy shit just falling Obama inherited a lot of crazy shit. A lot of shit falling on you. He did it just. I agree. I agree. The recession. But I feel like it's just been two years of just. Damn. I mean, it took Obama eight years to get us to where we should have been. In my opinion. Here's the difference, though. Here's my. Here's my. I think the picture I'm trying to paint, if we're trying to compare him to Obama's presidency. In Obama's presidency, even like with a lot of shit that he inherited, he had the time to change, make change. Biden, he inherited a lot of shit, and then there was a lot more shit that was a ramification of it that you can't possibly see coming. Then other shit that's on top of it. Russia, Ukraine, that's not something you see coming. Gas prices going up crazy high. We probably didn't see this coming three years ago. Like right before COVID, we didn't see this going the way it was. Now, we're not surprised because we grew up in the era where we grew up in the George Bush era where our parents was complaining about gas prices. So we do know what it's like, which is we're experiencing it now. But I don't know. I just I don't, know. I don't think gas prices should be wrong going up in the past. 20 years yeah but i feel like we're gonna always complain about gas prices like you gotta think like 10 years from now when gas is like six seven dollars a gallon we're gonna be oh yeah back in my day it used to be 350 it's Mm -hmm. it's just gonna be the same thing as it increases as time goes on we're all it's all gonna happen it's just like one it's just like a part of getting old you're gonna complain about gas prices until we get teslas and we say fuck them but then he stupid rich. But um, to your point, uh, Obama had to inherit the back end of that whole of us going to Afghanistan, uh, going out to get uh, what's his name, Saddam Hussein. But here's the thing, that's that's my whole point. Most of the things that Obama changed, it wasn't. Besides, I think he had like a couple shootings. Uh, in his presidency, 
but there was one. It, but there was like one school shooting specifically, and then it was like uh, Mike Brown or Trayvon Martin, also. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm saying that happened in his presidency. Was it like Sandy right? Hook? Yeah, Sandy Hook. It just, I'm, I'm promise you, it just seemed like it's just, like, I don't know, it, oh, it's, it just seemed like it's just all piled up in like two years, less than two years. It probably came quicker for him since tensions were so high. That's fair. That's all I'm trying. I guess that's all I'm trying to say too. That's fair. Okay. I mean, um, I was, I was talking to some people about this. Um, do you guys think gun the our gun laws are strong enough? Our background checks are strong enough right now? No. I mean because I feel like I've heard over the past two or three years a lot of people sent being surprised of how thorough the background checks are. It takes because this kid specifically, they said his background checks passed cleared. And he passed all the background checks. He has no prior history of anything. But Hold on. But if you, his, they asked his granddad about it, and his granddad said, yeah, if I knew he was getting guns, um, I would have not let him get him. Because I, I know him. But he still passed all his background checks. He had no prior so, histories of anything. So here's the thing with the background checks, right? When, when you're getting, at least in Ohio, in the state of Ohio, I don't know how it is in Texas. You you go to the the store or wherever you're buying this this weapon this firearm from, and we and they they ask you your 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 name your current address, uh if if applicable any addresses you've had in the past five years if you've moved states, any past names your social, they ask you a slew of questions to identify you. It's called KYC. And once they get all that information, they run it through a FBI-provided database. So that database has any past crimes, felonies, petty, whatever, whatever, have used. Once they run that through, if you don't have any felonies, if you have not been forcefully committed to a mental facility, or not, I shouldn't say mental facility, a, uh, a health facility, you pass 90% of the uh, the background check. Now, as of recently, they've added uh, domestic violence cases. I think it's, if you have a DV, it, you're out of there. Uh, they've added uh, those who have medical marijuana cards, you're out of there, you can't buy what, uh, firearms anymore. They've added more categories as time's gone on. But to Darren's point, that 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 human being is 18 years old. He hasn't had the opportunity to build a backlog of issues like that, is what we would assume. However, when I was reading the article earlier, they said that he has been, uh, by friends and family, known to have a troubled history. However, none of these people saw these troubled histories and signs as a cry for help and committed him to a health facility. So could be on his record. If they had done that, he would not be had been able to purchase those with his social as one side of the story. But to answer your question about gun laws, in the state of Ohio, gun laws are strict. You Not anybody can go get a gun. If you've had a felony, if you've had a DV, if you've been admitted to a hospital, if you've claimed to on any paperwork, wherever, whenever, you cannot buy a firearm. All right. So my my next thing would be yeah. is I feel like the only thing Democrats can really stand on right now, uh, as far as uh, pushing the get get the this gun thing under control, is getting rid of assault rifles. I feel like they can they actually can put their foot in the ground on that. That's actually a really good argument. Getting rid of assault rifles, AR-15s. Why? Why would you need to get rid of those? Because I don't think as civilians in America should have assault rifles why, why do we need assault rifles in a, uh, as a civilian in america if you, that's a very crazy and dangerous slope because if you get away of assault rifles and get rid of handguns and get rid of shotguns why do we need guns at all well no that's what i'm saying that's that's the that's the i think you should be able to keep shotguns and handguns to protect yourself 
or to go hunting if you're a hunter or something. The I understand it's a slippery slope from like the NRA argument standpoint. If the, if we give up one thing, they're going to take everything. And that's why the NRA is so hard-lined on not taking away guns. But I think you got to take away assault rifles, man. That's a, that's military-grade weapons. That's how this type of shit happens. That's that's not true. First of all, assault assault rifles are they are not automatic. They are semi-automatic. That is not military grade. Um, anyone can buy whatever they want, and I believe highly in training yourself, knowing what you need to do. But I think this case and most of these cases, these people are sick. These people should have been admitted. These people should have been dealt with before not passing on the book. It's not my fault that Tom Riddler House decided to go shoot up the school. I did nothing wrong. Why are you taking my guns away? I don't think taking guns away is the, the way to go. These people need to be dealt with. I, Personally, I, I, I agree with LA. I agree with LA. Uh, it's just got to do better with the background checks. And um, I don't think an 18-year-old really needs a gun. But raise it to 21 to get a gun. Fine, that's yeah. perfect. 22, 25, do that shit. I think one of the just on that topic, the one of the wildest things one of my teachers ever said to me was, "You can drive, you could drive a car, which is essentially a bomb, at the age of 16, 15 and a half, 16. You can vote at the age of 18, but you can't buy tobacco and alcohol until you're 21. There needs to be a they moved tobacco to 21 now, it's official? Yeah. yeah but in their defense, that makes sense. Ultimately, there needs to be some type of age where we are we can say you're you are adult enough. We understand who you are, we have a background of who you are enough that you can do these things that are just because these are all adult things. You don't think about you drive. You think about driving a car when you're a kid, voting. They told how important it is when you're a kid. Uh, guns, you uh, obviously you stay you stay away from guns as a kid because you know they're powerful. So I don't know. I I think there's need to be something with that. To LA's point earlier, he said um, it's strict gun laws in Ohio. So the thing is, right after this happened, Dewine actually got. A lot of backlash our government for people that aren't from here. That's a governor or mayor, I can't remember off the top of my head. But um he got a lot of backlash because um the 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 thing that's about to go into what is it? I don't know how to explain it. Going into law soon, going into effect soon where you can have a gun on you and carry and conceal without being trained with it. So he got a lot of backlash. Like right after the shooting, because because that shit's stupid. It is, and it truly is. But it's about to go into effect soon. But he's the person still saying condolences to this family, condolences to his family. But you just signed this, and and now anybody can go do anything crazy. You know, so when when it comes to, I don't know if this is something that conspiracy theory or not, but uh, when it comes to gun laws, I feel like people only give a fuck about gun laws when it has to deal with them getting reelected. Like, most motherfuckers be like, yo, whoa, whoa, gun law. But when it's time to get reelected, they be like, I have a strong opinion. Positive. And you pick the side that you are being supported by. You pick their stance and you go with it. And then once you're elected, you be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're like, they're like that on a lot of shit. They just say what you want, what what you want to hear during the uh, while they're running for election. Then once they're reelected or they get put into office, all that shit chills out. You you really don't hear from them about it. I feel they're like that on a lot of shit. But that's the thing. I think people. I think really people aren't taking that shit no more for real. I'm gonna be real with you. Because listen, listen to this, listen to this. And now we're going to put allegedly all over this because I'm going to try to make it a little bit lighter. Uh, remember when we was complaining about student loans? Now nobody's complaining about student loans because all, all these shootings are happening. 
See, they just inject it in there. That way, we disappointed. We don't, we don't focus on what we want no more. I think that's the thing that's going to cause Biden his his reelection. Well, you're already if you're not handling all this other stuff, great. And you reelection. You thought he was about to get reelected? He's still going to run. There, he's going to get smoked. That boy's not going for re-election. He's not going to know what country or what color he is by the time he's out of the presidency. They're not putting him on that ballot. All right, so look. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you right now, that boy is not going back for Trump would easily blow his ass out if they went for re-election. If he went up for re-election and Trump went up for re-election, I'm going to just be at the ballot like, I don't know what to do. Hey, can I phone a friend? Right? You know the one meme where he's about to push the button and he's just there sweating? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. But ultimately, though, like, he's trying to do something with student loans. It's not going to be effective enough to what he said, he what he promised. Mm. I think if he was going to go for re-election, I think that's going to be one of the things. The I'm only way he can buy me out right now, 50 grand off top, boom. That's the only way he can buy me out. And that's not going to get you re-elected. That's going to get you... You did bro. That's gonna get you one of those. I'm gonna give you a strong uh possibility in my book. I'll give you that. I need it. I'm gonna buy the Tesla. That's the second I get my student loans off, I'm buying the Tesla. It's gonna be great. Everybody's credit score just goes up. You like oh, we're doing good. My shit's right here. I'm trying to be right here. <laughs> Fifty thousand free. <laughs> Thank you, Sleepy Joe. Did a great job. I'm thinking about refinancing right now and make it go up twice. Not a bad idea. What else right, we what, got, Rob? What we looking at? What's going on? All right. So, um, Travis Kelsey's beginning a lot of, uh, has been in the news conversation all this week. Apparently, his girlfriend. Hello there, 29902. How you doing, yo? Uh, we just got done talking about the tragic school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Now we're about to talk about Travis Kelsey and his girlfriend. So apparently Travis girl, uh, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend broke up with him uh, this week because uh, he allegedly pays makes her pay 50% of everything they do. And that's been a hot topic all week. How do you guys... How do you guys... Uh, uh, Travis Kelsey's a football player. That's who he is. So he makes a lot of money. Um, so how do you guys feel about him making his girlfriend pay for 50% of everything they do? Uh, gotta get past this goddamn paywall. I have no problem with that. Yeah, NFL football. I have no problem with that if that's the question. Um, yeah. I don't know who broke up with who, but yeah, I don't have no problem with that. Um, it is interesting some of the things that you saw on line, what people were saying. But I think ultimately, I don't think many people have a problem with how you arrange your own finances and your relationship because it's usually your relationship. So outside people really shouldn't judge. But I have no problem with it. But unfortunately, Dan, we live in America and people love getting in people's relationships. Um. So hello there, twenty nine nine zero two asks, does she have a job? So we actually looked this up before the podcast started, just for this exact reason. I looked it up. Apparently, she's a she's a what would you call it? A a host on a bunch of different shows for the BET for the NBA, and she quote unquote dabbles in a little bit of modeling. So hello there. Um, what do you think? Do you think it's okay for them to go fifty percent on everything? Or is she crazy for breaking up with him because of that? So before we go further, uh, I found a tweet where she's responded. I'm not sure where y'all get the nonsense from. It's absurd and it's very false. So I don't even know if they've broken up, but the fact that they broke up because he makes her pay everything in half is not true. It's absurd and very false. So. Yeah, that, that sounds like bullshit. There, if you, if they're in a relationship, there there's no way. That's the only reason they broke up. There has to be multiple different reasons. 
Probably uh, the only reason they broke up. They probably broke up because she was trying to get married and he was like, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> I can't. He's he's a young dude. He's a young dude. So hello there. Um is saying if she got hella money, it's okay. That's what I'm saying. She probably makes probably around hundred K a year doing what she does. I would I would assume just ballparking it from what I read. You that's pretty decent money in America. I don't care what anybody says, that's decent money. Yeah, ultimately, I think people just gotta stay out of other people's relationships, even if they break up. I, I don't think it's really other people's business to be real with you. Darren, you're right. Um, but people love that shit. That shit uh, writes newspapers or writes stories. People, you know how much money people have made? Like news articles, news websites, blogs, I probably made just by talking about this story and blowing it up and making it bigger than what it is. This is a strange story, right? Because. These are while they're two celebrities. We it's not like they're in the celebrity, like in the in the person in our eye all the time. We don't. I would never been able to tell you that these two are a couple. To be honest with you. So her her like, Twitter going like, crazy. She's she already put up her fitness model pictures. She's 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 single. She's got she's got energy. She's definitely she's gonna get she's gonna be. She's gonna be off the off the market real quick. Say, tell you. Answer Rob's question though. Say like to say people. All right, yeah, we should stay out of people's business, but at the same time, I would say Bless I would say um, there's also times where it's just like in front of us, and so, and what I mean by that is like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and that's it. Like that one's like legitimately every day. You can watch it. New parts are being put on social media every day. This is just like a one time. I would have never been able to tell you these two are dating. Yeah, I'm with Darren at the end of the day. Let them run their relationships how they run their relationships. Uh, it's none of our business. Um, unfortunately, pe people like gossiping and talking about other people's relationships and living through their celebrities. Because they have to have their say on the celebrity's lifestyle. So it just is what it is. Um, I think it definitely is blown up way more than it should have. There's like way more important things going on. Uh, even in just even in just entertainment, there's way more important things going on than this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. I'm on this blog right now reading about this shit. It's juicy though. This one. Go ahead, read it. Tell, tell us. I don't keep scrolling on this shit. <laughs> what's, what's going on? They just talking, talking in the chat. Kayla Sprint explained Travis is very cheap. In the beginning, he tried to make Kayla prove that she wasn't with him for the money. So she had to pay half of everything. Half of every date, every trip, everything. Ooh, I can hear him saying this shit. <laughs> you don't even. What? That's an oh, Ohio boy for you. That's an Ohio boy for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think he's from Ohio. He went to Cincinnati. Close enough. Yeah, if you if you go to uh, college in Ohio, you from Ohio basically. She's cold. No, she's, she's very pretty. She's definitely cold. Good for her. Hey, bro, you, you can't help it though. He's like one of the highest paid tight ends in the league. You got to protect I yourself. Don't think, I don't think they're hurting from probably just. I think no, Kanye West said it best. Huh? I think Kanye West said it best. In the morning, when I'm in need, yes, you're trifling, yes, indeed. You don't know gold digger, he don't know the song. Way on the time, gold digging on me. He just said he didn't want no gold digger. She ain't no gold digger. Leave her alone, bro. Apparently, Darren, she paid fifty percent of everything for five years. She definitely ain't no gold digger. Exactly. She's probably real. She's a real one. Real, real chill girl. He probably just got mad at her because she came home with smoking a blunt with her homegirl. And he was mad because he couldn't have smoked a blunt because it was season. And she was like, you know what, Travis, I don't got to do this. And she did. And she took the, she she took the bottle of grape like And she took their French bulldog. What in the world are y'all talking about? Y'all are hilarious. You probably this saw all started it. because... 
he didn't make the Super Bowl, and she was in L.A. And yeah, the whole thing with the smoking blunt was a thing, but it was because then she brought it back up recently and was like, "Yeah, but your ass was supposed to make the playoffs. Your ass was supposed to make the Super Bowl." So, <laughs> how salty would you be if your girls talk this shit like, "Yo, I'm about to go hang out with some Super Bowl winners." So, ah, <laughs> I'm about to go visit Odell Beckham for training. So. Do you want to stay here? <laughs> I'd be hot. Like, I want to go. All you could do is be sick when I said. Oh, girl said I can come or not. Nah. Or no. Nah. <laughs> or no. Because if you come no, I'm breaking up with you. Eh. Yeah. But yeah. Online, they said they broke up a lot. They said they've been together and off. So, uh, good vibes. They'll get back together. They'll figure it out. And I'm assuming she only have to pay 25% this time. What of them down, homegirl? What of them down? Once again, though, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing is very interesting only because it's on trial. But actually, you know what? I think if they made a lot more cases public, like we watched them as they were, I'm telling you, they do. What, like, that could be a show by itself. I'm being hey, real. Darren. Um, there's you actually... don't, like you don't got to be entertained by like you don't got to know the people or anything. It's just when you sit there and watch some of the shit that you, like you watch, you be like, bro. The American, the American judicial system is entertaining in itself. I know that sounds crazy, but it is entertaining because so you're Darren, fucking with people's lives, so it's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, it's entertaining. There's this court in Michigan. Um, I, I don't, I forget the name of it, but I used to, it pops up on my recommendations sometime. They, it's a, um, they, they hold court procedures every single day and they stream them live to YouTube. So you can That's go wild. in and watch the same judge, the same district attorney, and them just go through their cases throughout their day for different reasons. Uh, it could be like a, a case where, um, a domestic violence case. It could be a uh, somebody not paying the rent, so like the uh, the renter. What do you call him? Who owns the apartment? Landlord. The landlord right. is suing the renter for not paying their their rent or something. It's actually That's really dope. interesting and really fun to watch. It's dope because honestly, the other one was the George Floyd trial. Obviously, like you know what like what you, what we all wanted from that, but it was still good to watch. You know what I mean? Is it's good to watch certain I don't know. Like the test the testimony that one of the expert witnesses gave on behalf of Amber Heard, I think, but she got but he got re like cross examined. It was it was great. Rob, you don't gotta show me this. I was trying to find the channel. Yeah. But uh I think that was, I think it's just kinda crazy. Because like he was like, like there's parts of it where he's like, bro, what you're saying, all expert witnesses should not be even it, it was great back and forth. It's like a real argument, but it's the most civil argument that you can have. Let's put it like that. Because if they ask you a question, you got to answer the question. But you don't, you want to try to frame it in a way that, you know. You know, but anyway, it's interesting. So we're going to move on to the last segment we have of the day, which is. Well, let me set it up first. So if you guys didn't know, Lupe Fiasco is teaching a rap class at MIT. So first of all, let's let's clap it up for him. That's that's pretty fucking dope. What is it? I don't know what it necessarily consists of, but he's teaching a rap class at MIT. That's lit. He's a professor. Um, So the question is, if you guys had to take a college course of any rapper ever, Dead or alive, whose college course would you take and why? I want to know what a rap class is, though. Right. <laughs> he's probably, but, I think he's actually teaching. Like how to teach tempo, cadence. Like, are you teaching a music class? Like, what are you, what is, what is a rap class? Mm -hmm. More sophisticated that I really capture is good Lord Rock. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah. Read it. Read it all up. Don't know where I'm at. 
Right here, first one. Oh. I'll put together something more sophisticated that really captures the nuance and gravity, but for now, I'll just say straight and raw. I want to teach that. I've been holding this in for a while. Put this together. For, da, 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 da. Yeah. I don't really say much. Wait. Um, it doesn't really say necessarily what it consists of, but I guarantee that class sells out. That's pretty cool. MIT's, go back, um, MIT's MLK visiting professor program 2022 to 23 appointments three i have expertise in the arts of humanities associate professor of theater grammy award-winning lupe fiasco documentary filmmaker lewis so it's a program that mit is doing to have visiting okay that's cool so they probably get to just explain what they've done in their career how to how to help them Help the community. Maybe they'll go in a studio or something with them. Get to experience rap or filmmaking or theater. Maybe, perhaps. Sounds interesting. I wonder what the final is going to be. But to answer Rob's question, the class I would take is Biggie Flow 101. Gotta be alive. Gotta be alive. Uh, I'll say. Gotta be alive. Rob said, "Gotta be alive." I don't see him in No, 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 no. I didn't. I said, "Dead or alive." <laughs> Biggie flow. Mm. I said, "Dead or alive." The most ex extreme, um, not one hundred and one. It would have to be a, uh, or like Kendrick or somebody with the breath. The breath. How do you control, control. your breath? Yeah, breath control. That's probably another one. I don't know. I don't think you need a whole class for breath control, Dan. That the sounds fuck like a, you don't. Have you heard that verse? That sounds like a segment. I mean, that sounds like a part. I'll take you, like, me some messages just to get through that shit. Darren, that sounds like I you would like, talk about that for a week, then take the test the next week. I don't need to talk about it. I need to figure out how to get my breath to hold that one. That's the test. LA, you gotta be able to... LA, what class would you take? I would do Lil Wayne, How to Create an Organization. You should have got that from Young Thug. No, he went to jail, so don't want that. Um, if it was me, I would do Birdman, How to Steal My uh, Rapper's Money. Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah, hands like Birdman. How to be a shitty businessman. But a good a one at the same time. How to steal all of DJ Khaled's money. All of them. Do we know what he did to DJ Khaled exactly? They said everything that uh, he that DJ Khaled produced under the Young Money Cash Money label, whatever it was, he didn't make any money off that. He didn't get paid for any of that. Not a lot. Birdman, baby. Yeah, what you negotiate, right? Yeah, negotiate. No, Darren, he, he just didn't give it to him. He just didn't give it to him. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be in the mail soon. Oh, you see this? You see these Jordans? Oh, I'll give you some Jordans, uh, DJ Khaled. Right. Well, no, but where's my uh, 100 grand that I was supposed to get this month? Uh, oh, yeah, that's this... coming soon. We got you. We got you. i buy you this chain in the meantime. Oh, you already spent that, though. Your, your money's spent. You spent. You bought all this. No way. Gr grimy. No, they, no, Darren, they really be like that. I heard um, I heard uh, Joe Budden talking about that. They'll they'll buy, like, a rapper a car or something. Let's say it's a $100,000 car. I don't need it. Well, no, they, but, they don't, but, they, but they're thinking it's a gift. The rapper's thinking, okay, my label support me. They're buying me a $100,000 car. L l what they don't know is that $100,000 is coming out of their uh, paycheck. I know. I know how it works, Rob. I'm saying at this point, they should also know to say, I don't need that. I'm good. Buy me that's, why, that's why people oh, go. You know what? Don't buy me nothing. Give me, cash. Give me the money and I'll go buy it. And that's why people are going independent now. Where they can do what they want. But, um, 360 dude. The answer to the question, down. honestly, I would definitely do it like a Jay Z business and hip hop class or something. That'd be fun. Yeah. I think that'd be really fun. I do Kanye uh, how to make beats. Ooh. Yeah, with the beats. Oh, That's also, dope. I got a good one. I'm gonna do a Tyler. Uh, I would do a Tyler Tyler cinematography class. Because I would love to see it get into his head and how he shoots his music videos. Because they're really creative. Terrible. You, you don't really I do a, so I don't 
hear about your opinion. I do a Eminem and How to Rap Fast 101. ASAP Rocky, How to Pull Rihanna. Ah! <laughs> if, you really want that, if you really want that, you should do the future 201, How to Get Bitches. No, I, I like, that's that's future 102, How to Get a Bunch of Baby Mamas. Nah, nah, we, we, we skipping that class. We just want to get bitching. But hey, Derek, 101 leads to 102. That's all I'm saying. No. We already got the prerequisites for 102. We gonna skip that and go to how to get bitches. <laughs> and then you go to Russell's class. Yeah, then we go to Russell's class. How to get how to deal with an aggressive ex boyfriend. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna hey, come wait, with his glasses, a sweater, and some tea. You just have to be non-confrontational. That's all. <laughs> he gets to see us, huh? Talk about Russell Simmons. Nah, uh, oh, bro, Russell. Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Oh. Because he he will see her, right? The future, yeah. The future was Sears. baby dad. Is baby dad? I don't know at this point. You know, I, I don't know what's happening anymore. But they hopefully hopefully doing great. Her and Rusty together. That's all I can say. Rusty, let him cook. Gotta let my boy cook. Nah, let that man burn down the whole stadium like he did. Not speaking about the Chargers. We um, y'all, the Chargers. I'm starting to understand this about this fan base. They are trying this uh organization. They are doing the greatest job of trying to acquire a fan base in LA. I did want to let that be known. Yeah. They got Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B out there. Catching passes from Keenan Allen on a random Tuesday. <laughs> Bro, made no sense. I was like, why? Why out of all football teams? Y'all got Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B in these clothing. Catching footballs. Yeah, and I started I really you. putting two to get with the anime the week before. Two weeks before. I was like, yeah, y'all just trying to build a fan base in L.A. It's I hard, bro. It. You got to think. Especially with the Rams winning a Super Bowl now in, in L.A. Um... And like I think I think you said it before, but a lot of LA fans are like Raiders and like 49er fans, right? Historically. Oh, yeah, we played we played three times or two times in LA. I wanna let that be known this year. And we home both those times. Y'all gonna get stumped two times in LA. Are you wait, are you in LA or are you home against LA? We played the Chargers and then we play at Rams, I believe. At Rams, okay. All right. Which is well, ain't nothing but at Raiders. Um yeah, bro, it's bad, bro. If your if your team travels well, you you can easily like have like a 80-20% at at the at the Chargers home stadium. Oh yeah, we take that bitch over. Yeah. Like a we lot of teams over. do. It's not just like y'all, it's like a lot of teams. Cowboys uh, y'all got anything else to say? Uh, what you uh well, what team you got tomorrow? He oh, yeah, first it's tonight. Isn't it tonight? Yes, yeah, tonight. Oh, it's tonight? What day is today, bro? My days have been fucked up. I got Sunday, I had Sunday. Day, Friday off. I've been fucked up. Sunday, yeah, he has been fucked up. <laughs> Thought uh, he had to go back to work today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What am I doing? It feels wrong. <laughs> With Miami taking it, Jimmy taking it. Buckets. Buckets, Jimmy buckets all day, baby. I don't got to work tomorrow, so I can, I can pull up somewhere to watch it. I don't know where y'all where y'all watching. Tonight. Where or when? Uh, I'm watching it here. I'm watching. I gotta watch a couple things tonight though. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm watching watch the game and watching a little bit of wrestling. Darren, Darren made me watch this fight yesterday because he said uh, the nigga from Baltimore who I should root for, and then he had a woman. Are you like, watching the fight too? Yeah. Yeah. So, Alec, what do you think about it? I thought that was a really good fight. I honestly was very tired when it was on, so I didn't really see what was really going on. But homie gave him that super sand punch to the face, and he ain't what was going on. I thought it was really impressive how he set it up. He set that shot up all night. I, I right, he kept going in, pulling him back out. So he did that little lunge shit, and he lunged at the wrong time, and he ate it. Yeah, bro, he was tagging his body the whole fucking fight. Then he eventually came up, boom. Um, they said in the fight that there was only like twenty five punches thrown between the both of them. I wonder... Connected. Connected. Maybe connected. Yeah, yeah, connected. Connected. Gotcha, gotcha. Because that makes sense. Because ultimately, 
He came back. Honestly, the first the first two rounds, I didn't, honestly I gave the dude whatever Same. his name was, that was Broly. whatever his name was. Broly, I gave Broly, him the Broly. first two rounds. He was just more active, and then Javante started going to the body. And when somebody's just that aggressive, bro, you can't I, go up against somebody who trains underneath Floyd Mayweather and think you're not going to get counterpunched. Darren told me that it was over because he had broke his left hand and that homie knocked him out. I was like, mm-hmm. no, hold up, time out. That's what Darren said. We can end the podcast. No, no, All right, no. thank you guys for listening to another <laughs> episode of the Purple Pill Podcast. We see you guys next week. Peace out.